0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your
1: hosts, Craig and Jeff.
0: Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips. Joining me again today, filling in for Jeff, is James. We're going to go over wide receiver and tight end rankings. But before we get into that, I just want to make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter. We're at the FF Profit on there. Go to Instagram, Fantasy Football Profit. Go to the website, FantasyFootballProfit.com. All the rankings that we go over will be on the website. I'll keep them up to date throughout the weekend. You know, as the games get closer, we hear more about injuries, all of that good stuff. You know, it'll always keep changing as we go. So make sure you guys check us out on there. And also, you can always email us at FantasyFootballProfit.com if you have any questions going into this weekend. How about we take a look at some wide receivers here? I've had the same number one wide receiver every single week this year. So it's probably going to be no surprise to everybody. It's Antonio Brown, my number one. And I just slot him in there every week. doesn't matter who he's playing. I don't care. Number one for me. Who's your number one?
1: I almost did the same, but then, I don't know, just thumbing through Twitter and everything and seeing uh, the Falcons coach Dan Quinn saying he wants to get Julio the ball more and they're going against the Patriots. So I put Julio number one, Brown number two. Okay, I get it. It makes
0: sense. I mean, I put Julio number two. So it's the matchup against New England. They I mean really they need to try to get Julio going. What he, he's completely mediocre this year, which is just I mean he's really he's not been great at all. Not been even very good. He's just been okay. So for us ranking him second or first and second is maybe a little high, but we know the talent's there.
1: Yeah, this league, this year's just been a disappointment. Um uh, like the season ranking for wide receiver in standard, he's number 34.
0: 34. Wow. I didn't realize it was that low. That's, that's pretty
1: terrible actually. So it's, it's kind of like Matt Ryan for me. Like this is his game to prove it. Otherwise it's time to start dropping him down a little bit.
0: Yeah. And the the problem with somebody like Julio though, you, you always going to start him. He's just it's still no matter what you're starting him in your lineup. And so you're just kind of why people were, they probably got a first round draft pick here. That's just kind of just disappointing completely. And that's another reason why I hate snake drafts. Just bring up that again. You have the draft a guy like Julio on the first, and you're pretty much screwed, <laughs> unless you got lucky later on. But yeah, I'm looking at his his numbers here. He's had one 100 yard game on the year, and only and then his t- best catch games are he had a seven seven catch game. It's just not Julio. That's not that's just terrible for
1: him. No touchdowns yet either.
0: These next two games though, New England and Jets, he has to do it. So yeah, if he doesn't do it this week, he's going to be going to the back end of my top 10, but still, he's going to be a top 10, but you know, all right. Number three with who'd you end up slotting in number three,
1: I threw in Des Bryant here just because a good matchup against San Francisco. And and I think he's probably scores at least once.
0: All right. I put Des four. So I know, I know, I think a feeling of, I wish I would have talked to Jeff about this because I think Jeff probably puts like Des number two, maybe even he loves Des. If, if everyone listened to the podcast, knows Jeff's undying love for Des Bryant, and with the matchup, he would have been up there. But Des is four for me. I think he's the the schedule has gotten easier for him now going forward, compared to what it was to start the year. I mean, he had the Giants, Broncos, Cardinals, even the Rams. That was just a not a good start. Now he has much. I think it's much easier for the most part going forward. So, I think he's going to be good. Let's see here. The rest of my top five, let's see. I went Brown, Jones, A.J. Green is my third. Then Des four, Mike Evans, five.
1: So I moved Mike Evans to eight only because of Winston's shoulder. I'm not sure how he's yeah. going to be with that. I know Fitzpatrick threw him a touchdown last week, but I just I don't really trust Fitzpatrick.
0: No, I don't at all, but I guess with Evans, I kind of slot him in there, but if you really, I guess if you dive into his numbers too, He's got some touchdowns to make up for it, but if he didn't get those touchdowns, it would just be it'd be worse than Julio's n- numbers, I think, on the year.
1: And he's been getting a touchdown every other week, so he's due for a, a, a zero this week on the touchdown column.
0: And he's, he still doesn't have a 100-yard game this year. It's I don't know what it is, but as long as he gets a touchdown, I guess he's fine. But he hasn't had that one overly just great, you know, eight catch for 120-yard and touchdown game. None of that has happened yet. Hopefully it's there. I, mean, I'll just keep, I guess I could keep slotting him in here. Top five. Maybe he doesn't deserve it, but who was your, let's see. Did we talk about your fifth then? Who was your fifth?
1: My fifth, I put Hogan there just because I think he had a down week and he scored a, t- a bunch of touchdowns this year. I think he comes back with another touchdown this year. All right. Now,
0: now I just think Jeff did your rankings actually.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I am a Hogan owner, so I'm a little biased too. Well,
0: uh, Jeff made the preseason call of Hogan, so he's always up on Hogan. I put Hogan 11. I, d- I don't know what it is. I'm, that's probably as high as Hogan goes for me. He, I guess he was a little higher last week, but you know, yeah, I guess he did at the down week last week. He didn't get, well, he got, sh- he got shook up a little bit in the game. Maybe that had something to do with it, but I don't know. He's probably, he's probably due for the touchdown. He can't go more than one week without a touchdown, I guess the way he's been playing this year. So he'll probably, he'll probably get one, be perfectly fine. I'm sure. So you ranked him ahead of Brandon cooks then.
1: Yeah. I just, I don't know. I think, Cooks, I put at 10, so he's not too much farther down. But just looking at Cooks' his number, he only had uh, week three, he had two touchdowns. But other than that, he's got zero touchdowns. I just think when they get in the red zone, they're looking for Gronk, and they're looking for Hogan. True.
0: Yeah, Cook, I guess you put Cooks' seventh. I Maybe it's just the fact that I feel like wide receiver gets a little weak after the top guys. So I keep slotting him in here thinking you know he could have the big games. But you, there is some risk there. He's not going to have... He's gonna he's gonna have some disappointing weeks. And he has those quite often, but I guess I'm just I still rank him off potential, even though I'm not a big Brandon Cooks guy. And I've never been a big Brandon Cooks guy. And what even on the year he's only had one in standard scoring, he only has one game in double digits. And that was the only game he scored touchdowns. So I don't know, maybe I do need actually you know what think about, it, I think I need to move him down the ranks as we're doing it
1: here. The craziest thing too, he's still ranked number nine for the season, even though he only has one game with touchdowns, so it was a big game, but he's just consistent at like eight, nine points.
0: You know, I'm gonna put him ninth. Move him down two spots. <laughs> there, that's where he goes this week. I mean, if you we really dig into his numbers, it's not, it's not great. I mean, it's just it's okay, I guess. Could do worse, but yeah, it, he doesn't get the touchdowns like Hogan does. And obviously, Gronk. Maybe Gronk, if if Gronk's out there, he's gonna be taking away touchdowns anyway. So yeah, let's see. Who? Let's say what's your What's the rest of your top ten?
1: All right, so number six, I have Michael Thomas. I think he has a bounce back. Seven, I put Jordy. Eight, Mike Evans. Nine, Tyreek Hill. And ten, Cooks.
0: Okay, so I went Jordy at six. Michael Thomas at seven. I, I don't know. Then to my number eight, I don't know why I went this high, but it's Larry Fitzgerald, number eight. And then <laughs> Cooks nine and Demarius Thomas at ten, which I always seem to rank Thomas high. I liked his game last week, though. Hopefully he's healthy but I put him 10 and yeah, Larry Fitzgerald. I don't know. (laughs) He had a great game last week, but I think the tail off is going to be happening here. This is what he does. Good first halves tails off a bit in the second half. Kind of feels like it's time for him to start, you know, slowing down a little bit, but what is he? He's on the year. I think is seventh in standard this year, right around there, which I don't know how he keeps doing this every single year.
1: Him and AP, I don't know last week, they just rejuvenate each other.
0: I guess I'm going to rank him now here until I really see a downfall, which I kind of thought was happening the last two weeks before this outburst because he only had – I mean, it was still decent, but he had 10 catches for 83 yards total over two games, which is fine. It's, I mean, compared to Amari Cooper,
1: that's amazing. But <laughs> That's a whole season for Cooper.
0: I mean, I don't even think Cooper's hit that yet, has he?
1: <laughs> Maybe
0: close to I think he'll be good to yeah, have. Mar- okay. Before anybody else, I want to talk about Mari Cooper again. Yeah. I bring him up every week because I just, I'm still just in shock at what he's doing. And let me pull up some numbers here for <laughs> Mari Cooper because I keep bringing him up every week. And I'm like, okay, 18 catches now for 146 yards and a touchdown on the year. That's, that's a season.
1: That's uh, two games for Antonio Brown,
0: seven or six games. I mean, six games, 18 catches. So he's getting three catches a game it just not even 30 yard not even 30 yards a game 25 yards a game or something <laughs> i'm just oh wow. i'm looking at his numbers again just it amazes me
1: there's no way to explain it
0: no he had 6 yards 9 yards 8 yards then he really stepped it up this week at 28
1: like when i hear people talk about him too they're trying to make excuses for him of like oh well you know if he had this penalty taken back or if he would have caught this ball or or if he didn't get overthrown he would have had a game and it's like you shouldn't be saying that about a top talent
0: no well, I mean, how is Crabtree at five touchdowns on the year? You know, Crabtree for the most, and he didn't even play a game. You know, I think I think he got hurt another. So I don't, I don't get it. Okay, at this point, I do. I talk about this every week. A couple weeks ago, I said it might be time. Maybe you should buy low on Amari Cooper. Would you buy low on Amari Cooper right now? I mean, it'd mean, have to be really low. Yeah, I don't.
1: Like, I don't even know what I'd want. I don't know what I'd want to give up for him. I like it. Just I feel like you could almost pick someone off the waivers and then do a little bit better for a few weeks. Like I, I don't know. Like I don't know what the issue is. If he's got some injury that they're not talking about, but I mean he's been really really bad. And like if he didn't have his name, he would be on the waiver wire and nobody would be even talking about him.
0: Yeah, I mean I think at this point the only thing you, the only player you trade for him is a player that you're willing to cut off your roster. You're, you're gonna pick somebody else up. That's about it. You almost have to look at it as a waiver wire pickup. And I own. don't
1: see the owner trading him for peanuts either. For them, they might okay. as well just hold on. No, that's the
0: problem. Yeah, if you're an Amari Cooper owner, why would you trade him right now? It's pretty much impossible. So did you? Okay, where did you rank Amari Cooper? Where'd
1: you rank um, him? Well, he's not even my first Cooper ranked. I have Cooper Cup ahead of him. <laughs> oh God, that is this is getting. <laughs> no, bad. I put uh, Amari with just other underachievers, with like Terrell Pryor, Sammy Watkins, Martavius Bryant, and then I have Amari oh. Cooper at 39.
0: All right. See, I did. I did put him higher. I don't. I guess I'm just banking on something. I put him 28. I think this is the week he breaks. And no, not probably not. But he's 28. Martavis Bryant's 29. And Terrell Pryor's 30th. And this he, he groups with those guys. But then Sammy Watkins, who's pretty much dead to me at this point, is 50th. <laughs>
1: I'm done. He he's burned you too many times.
0: Man, I'm still Sammy Watkins. He's he's probably the most talked about player on this show. And, yeah, he had one week. That's about it. One. one I have week. him been in
1: another league, and I really enjoyed that one week. But since then, he's been on my bench.
0: Yeah, that one week was great. It made, I thought for sure, oh, yeah, my Sammy Watkins call of, you know, actually being a player you should have on your team was going to look good. But, no, he's making me look like an idiot. I guess the only thing I can maybe try to make some kind of argument is the fact that he played Seattle and Jacksonville the last two weeks. I mean, can you – yeah, I mean, right, you can buy into the fact that he played Seattle and Jacksonville, and that's why he's been bad, but, I mean, this week, I guess, gets no better with Arizona, especially if they, if they if they put Patrick Peterson on him. He's going to do nothing. And then he has a bye, and then he plays the Giants, so they'll probably put, like, I don't know, Jenkins on or whoever. That's not going to be good. Then he plays Houston, who's a eh, decent defense. Then he plays Minnesota.
1: No, yeah, the schedule got a lot harder for him, and I think the beginning of the season was better for him.
0: Yeah, and then week 12, he plays New, England, New Orleans, who we think should be good, a good matchup, but it really hasn't been that he plays Arizona again, and then Philadelphia, then Seattle.
1: Buy him on the cheap for next year.
0: No, really. Is he droppable at this point? He's kind of like Cooper. I, mean, I don't think he is. He's yeah. kind of like Amari Cooper.
1: I I, I wouldn't drop him. He's, he's, like too, you
0: know, he's, he's too good to drop, but you can't trade him and get anything. Burning
1: a hole in your roster.
0: Yeah, pretty much. All right. All right, <laughs> I've just – oh, I had to go on my my weekly Sammy Watkins rant. I'm just just done with him. All right, so did you put – okay, talk about some other guys who actually are good players. What about Stephon Diggs? Did you move him up the ranks thinking he'll be back this
1: week? I actually put Adam Thielen doing? ahead of him. I put Diggs at 26. I just don't know with his groin injury okay. how bad that's going to be. Yep. So I have him at 26 and then Thielen at 18.
0: Yeah, I did my little cop-out thing and put Thielen at 20 and Diggs at 21. And, but Thielen is ahead of him. I, I just kind of worry about the injury. And it's not even that. Like, Diggs does this a lot, though. He has these huge games, and then he does games where you don't even know if he played. And you wonder if he got knocked out in the first quarter. So that's that's my worry with Diggs. And I think the talent's there, too. But if it's Case Keenum throwing him the ball,
1: I mean, do, I don't really know what to expect. And the funny thing, Diggs is still... Okay, the first... First and third game, he was amazing. He had 20 and then 29 in those two games. And then just okay the rest of the way. And then last – or what was it? Against the Bears, he only had one catch for four yards. I think that's when he got hurt. And then he was out last week.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, the Pittsburgh game, he had two for 27. But that's what he does in between those great games. Which, I mean, I guess you could say that about a lot of these guys at this point. I mean, even I guess you could say that Antonio Brown had a four for 34. So, I mean, it's pretty much everybody at this point. There's no – 100% sure thing every single week at all. Well, I'm looking, okay, I'm just looking through, I'm looking through the rankings here just on the year. Let me see here. This puts it at Nelson Aguilar is the 12th ranked wide receiver for the season in standard scoring. That kind of, I mean, I know he's been better than expected, but that kind of shocked me seeing that he's one spot ahead of Mike Evans.
1: Yeah, he's had a couple of good weeks in a row, and like I have him in my top 30. I'm just not ready to buy him in as like a top 20 guy just yet. I have him at 29.
0: See, I don't even have him there. I have him at uh 38th. I'm I mean, I'm completely not buying in yet. I, I maybe that's just stubbornness on my part, but I'm I'm just not there. He's I, mean, I guess he's, he's 31st for the week in expert wise. But yeah, I don't know. i something about I don't know what it is. I just I cannot buy into it. It's one of those things I don't I just don't feel like it's real. And I I guess it takes me longer to buy into this stuff, but I I don't know. I don't see it yet. It, too many. It feels like it's too many big plays that I just feel like can't be sustainable. But the touchdowns there—four touchdowns in six oh games. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Well, well, then, what about Alshon? What are you doing with Alshon there? He's he because Alshon, I think he has more talent, but he's—I don't think that they're not treating him that way. He's just another guy to the, you know, to the Eagles. It looks like to me.
1: I actually put him at thirteen this week. Just mainly it's a divisional matchup. I feel like these guys tend to get up a little bit better in the divisional matchups. And he's, he's 23 on the year ranked, so I don't really think, you know, he's not that bad. I don't think it's a big stretch. Uh, I think he scores against Washington this week.
0: And I think people seem to be in line with that. He's 14th for the week, but I put him down at, well, 18th. So obviously you're playing him, but not, I don't know. It's... I'd like to see more from him. Just maybe more targets. It's just not He's he's fine. It's just I don't know. Maybe I expected a little bit more from him. But hey, it's not there. I think he'll be solid though. I'm looking see here. Let me talk some other. I'm actually well this guy doesn't play this week, but looking at some of the numbers here, Will Fuller is actually he's he's ahead of Alshon on the year <laughs> with only 8 catches.
1: Didn't I hear someone say, like, his catch rate is something, like, on pace for, like, 50 touchdowns for the year? This it's- is ridiculous.
0: He only has 14 targets on the year. That's what, in three games. 14 targets, eight catches, five of them touchdowns. That's just, I, I feel like that kind of stuff. At least you don't have to worry about it this week. He's not playing this week. But, you know, that stuff is just, that's crazy numbers to me. I don't understand how that's even possible. It seems completely
1: unsustainable. He catches it fifty I mean that though that is a little bit, but fifty <laughs> percent of the time he's catching a touchdown. <laughs> That's just crazy.
0: <laughs> All right, let's see. Let me see if there's any other interesting guys. Okay. Well, we talked you still got Nelson up there. What about Devonte Adams with his new quarterback?
1: Adams I have ranked I actually have him at number twenty. Just because New Orleans doesn't have the greatest pass defense. And I mean he caught a touchdown last week. I don't know. I think he does all right this week.
0: Yeah, I put him at 20 as well. He's my 20th ranked. And for a little bit there, it kind of looked like Cobb might be taking over a little bit of that from him. But no, that's not happened. Cobb's just kind of maybe with the new quarterback. I don't know. But Cobb's kind of he's an afterthought at this point, it looks like to me.
1: I think the Rodgers injury hurts Cobb the most.
0: Really? Yeah. I put him I put Cobb 35th. Oh, actually, I have him at 34th. So we got about, about the same on those guys. But, yeah, it feels like he's just not getting looked at right now. And, again, disappointing for me because I am a Cobb owner, people know about. and Yeah, Cobb and Sammy Watkins, my two and three right now.
1: Cobb was starting yeah, to bring, bring it, it on, good. but, I don't know, I feel like with that injury, it just kind of really moves him down a lot.
0: Yep, and kind of, Adams is just kind of taking that spot completely, I think, at this point. All right, let me see if there's any other interesting guys that I'm just, okay, what about Willie Sneed? I know he didn't do much at all last week. But people keep expecting him not, that he's back to do, do something. Are you thinking there's anything there? I'm going to wait and see.
1: Yeah, I'm still waiting and seeing. I, I wouldn't plug him into my lineup just yet. Um, I mean, I think he has an okay game, but nothing worth trying to put in. I would say like 40 or 50 yards. But I have him at 45 right now. All right, yeah, he's in my 40s. So he's like 40, 41st for me right now. I mean, I think the
0: talent's there. It's. I just I mean, I don't think at any point, I mean, if Michael Thomas isn't getting all the targets and getting big numbers, why is Willie Sneed going to do it too? It's just the ball gets thrown around everywhere. And I think they become they probably want to run the ball a little more at this point. They have a better running attack, I think, than the new passing attack.
1: And their offensive line's pretty good too for running. So why not take advantage of that?
0: Are any other interesting wide receivers you want to talk about before we move to tight
1: ends? Um, I think just Benny Fowler's worth taking a look at with Emmanuel Sanders being out. I put Benny Fowler at 30. He had a couple of touchdowns the first week and I just kind of think he steps into Emmanuel Sanders role pretty well.
0: That's true. I probably need to relook that, you know, rethink that one. I put him at 51st, one spot behind Sammy Watkins. Yeah. He, if, if Sanders is out now for sure, we know that. So, I mean, and Thomas, I guess is banged up too. He left the game the other night. I don't even know how many times he left out. It looked like he, hurt his ankle about three times during the game. So yeah, and Fowler just seems to be a part of it. He's you kind of see every time you watch a Denver game, you see him at least a couple times. Not like he's completely non existent. So I mean, yeah, not bad. He's gotten twenty four targets on the year, which is pretty solid. So he's I think
1: they definitely see an uptick. The Chargers don't have a great pass defense either, so I think it's something where Benny can kind of step in and have a little bit of success yep. right away. Yeah.
0: it's probably a good I might I might have to rethink that on on him for that. All right. What about, let's move to tight ends again. My rankings of tight end doesn't really change every week. I've had the top three, the same for, I don't know. It's been going on about at least four weeks now, probably it's Gronk. Number one, Travis Kelsey, number two, and Zach Ertz. Number three.
1: I've got basically the same. Do Gronk one, Ertz two, Kelsey three. Like you said, yeah, you can't really argue the top three.
0: (laughs) That's, that's exactly what the expert consensus has to. It goes Gronk, Ertz, Kelsey. But if you have one of these three, you're fine. You're starting them every week. You're not really too concerned. You'll play them. Earth just keeps every week. He keeps doing it. You know, last week he had the two. He only had two catches, but they were both touchdowns. So he's been, I mean, great all year. I would have
1: been worried a little bit about just only having two catches for two touchdowns, but the rest of the year he's been getting a ton of yards. So I think he's just fine to play.
0: Yeah, 53 targets on the year, 34 catches. It just you know, with the way the tight ends are this year, you can thats you're going to take that and be extremely happy with it, because I think once you get past the top three, it, it's just uh, it's it's interesting.
1: So what about number four? Number number four, I'm going to go with a guy who I'm going to say definitely scored two touchdowns last week, but they only gave him one with uh, Saffirian Jenkins. I don't know how they called that back. I
0: doesn't make any sense to me. I, I saw a few calls this past weekend that were just kind of no idea why they were that way. Yeah, Safarian Jenkins, I put him at number six. I mean, obviously, we've known for I a mean, few years that he guys had talent, but I think there was just – he couldn't put it together. He just wasn't – I don't know. He wasn't ready for the NFL, I guess you could say.
1: And point. now that he is, he's the and best option in, for the Jets.
0: He is by far, and, yes, he's six. And I mean, how weak the tight ends are this year, he's a – you're playing him. He's a tight end one every week. So, yeah, it makes sense to put him at four. I mean, I can see that over the guys I have. I have actually have I have Evan Ingram at number four, but I the Seattle matchup is a little it's tough, so it makes you know I probably have him higher than others. I actually but. put him at five. Okay, yeah, I don't see anybody else that are throwing the ball to, even if Shepard plays. Ingram is, I mean, he's essentially a wide receiver at this point. He really is. He's a wide receiver that you can play at tight end and on your in your lineup.
1: It looks like. Which Man. is a huge bonus if you're able to pick him up.
0: Yeah, really. Yeah, because he's he's going to play at wide receiver just as much as he – probably more than he does tight end. He doesn't block. He's going to just be out there catching balls. So that's a good one. And then no, my number five is Cameron Brait. Put him number five this week. I He seems to be doing pretty good every week. And O.J. Howard is not seeming to take anything away at all from Cameron Brate. No, not at all. Not even slightly. Yeah. OJ has only five catches on the year, and your tight ends take seem to take a while to develop, so Bray, I put him up there. Where'd you put Bray?
1: Uh I have Bray at number seven, so not too much further down.
0: But yeah, it's kind of, I mean, it is ugly
1: around here. Yeah, I feel like four through eight, you can be interchangeable. Right?
0: Who who is sixth for you, then?
1: 6 eyed Delaney Walker, just because he's going against Cleveland, and they're not great against the tight end, either. Yeah,
0: I put Delaney in six, too. And I guess I'm not, I have not been the biggest Delaney Walker fan, but... When it's, I mean, in these last four weeks haven't been very good, but he, I mean, still if you're at this point, if you're getting a tight ends, getting three, four catches, I guess you got to use them. That's just kind of the way it's, you know, it's been this year for these players.
1: Yeah. You don't are you happy to get like 50 yards out of a tight end? If you don't have one of the top three guys, really, you that's are that's basically all you can hope for at this point. That
0: is kind of what you're looking for almost at this point. So, okay. Who's the rest of your top 10 then.
1: So I had Evan Ingram at number 5, Delaney Walker at number 6, Cameron Braid at 7, Jimmy Graham at 8, Hunter Henry at 9, and then Jordan Reed at 10. Yep, I went, well actually I had
0: had Walker at 7 this week, that was I was mistaken on that, so let's see here. So after Walker at 7, I had Jimmy Graham at 8, I had Hunter Henry at 9 even though he's going against Denver, I know Denver's great, but you know tight ends aren't quite, it's a little different. And Hunter, Henry's getting more and more of the, you know, looks there. And then I actually put number 10, it's George Kittle. I went a little nuts there, maybe. Probably. Probably. Way too high.
1: Okay, right. yeah, I I have him at 11. Okay, so no, so, I'm not crazy. Yeah, All right. I'm in the same spot. And I actually heard a stat that makes me feel a little bit better about that, uh, that he played uh, with C.J. Bethard in college. Yeah,
0: they, they. I mean, they just played last year together, so people, you know, like w- – they definitely have chemistry Then they've thrown the, he's thrown the ball to him. Why not?
1: He's going to be, <laughs> so he's going to be looking for him
0: in, in these past two weeks. He's been, he's been decent seven for 83 and a touchdown week five. And then last week, four for 46, which is weird that I see four for 46 and think yeah, that's pretty solid. But you know, the wet's the way it is right now.
1: It is At this point. You got to take it. Yeah. Well,
0: and then Jordan Reed's my 11th. I, I don't know what it is with him. I thought if he's healthy and playing, he's going to be a top option every week, but that hasn't been the case even when he's healthy.
1: Vernon Davis has looked pretty good, too.
0: Yeah, he has. And I mean, they're not just looking for Jordan Reed. He had four for 37. I mean, that's Jordan Reed should be much better than that. His best game on the year is six for 48, no touchdowns. At this point, I need to see something going on until I play him, you know, or at least rank him up higher. But I guess if you have him on your team, you're probably playing him.
1: Yeah, you have to because there's not much better on the waiver wire.
0: I want Kyle Rudolph at number 12, which – I don't know. After that, to me, it is just kind of a wasteland. Not excited about any of those
1: guys. At 12, I went Nick O'Leary just because he's filling in for Clay. They don't have a lot to throw to. And in his first game, he had five for 54. So, again, I'll take that. No, and
0: honestly, at this point, when you get down to this level, if you're looking at a player like this, I mean, I think you just kind of take a chance. I mean, you might want to, I mean, or are you going to play Jordan or Jared Cook? You wanna play Jared Cook? No. Colby Fleener, Julius Thomas, Benjamin Watson. I don't want to play any of those guys.
1: No, not at all. Maybe maybe I'll take a risk with O'Leary.
0: Maybe Austin Hooper, because he's going to get because it's New England this week. Maybe. But even him, he's so up and down. Gets him he's not like a you know huge part of the offense right now. So i like his talent. It's just, you know, if he's last week he did he has probably Finally got some targets. He had seven catches, but only 48 yards out of it. So maybe he's an option,
1: but I guess I got to see something out of him too. Well, if you take away that first week, he's basically useless.
0: Yeah, he has been. This, I mean, this past week was the first time he's done, shown anything. It's just because, I mean, he would have been a lot better in PPR with the seven catches. But it's still in standard 48 yards, only giving you 4.8, which I expected more from Hooper. After the after first week, it looked great, but not, and I guess it's just the Falcons offense as a whole. So.
1: Yeah, they're just taking a big step down after Shanahan left. Yeah,
0: this is this is the week to prove it for them, I guess. So that's about it. I don't have any other tight ends to talk about because I hate the rest of these guys. I say this every week. I just
1: Yeah, it's just a big pile of nothing.
0: Even Martellus Bennett. I yeah. It's such a I, yeah.
1: I look at him every yeah. week
0: and I always rank him like top fifteen and I don't understand why.
1: Hopefully the people out there have one of the top five guys and you don't have to worry about any of this. Yep, that's for sure. All right, but I think that's
0: gonna do it. I got nothing else to talk about tight ends. So that's gonna wrap it up for the ranks. Thanks to James for filling in for Jeff.
1: So you, man, oh, yeah, thanks for having me. You
0: still rank the wide receivers like Jeff does, but <laughs> he'll he'll be happy to hear that. But that'll be it for this show. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.